Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Well, howdy, folks, and good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Tim, and welcome to One Day in SoCal. Whether you've lived here your entire life or are visiting from across the world, whether you only have one day in SoCal or one month, I want to share some of the coolest, most fun, and most unique things to do right here in Southern California, whether that's solo or with friends and family. So join me on my next adventure and hopefully yours, right now on One Day in SoCal. Welcome to episode two of the One Day in SoCal podcast. It's Sunday, July 31st, and my name is Tim. Thank you for joining me as we explore everything there is to do here in Southern California together, one by one. Visit us on our new website, OneDayInSoCal.com. OneDayInSoCal.com for the latest blog, news, and episodes. So let's get right into it. If you only had one day in SoCal and you wanted to attend a Major League Baseball game, which would you choose, Dodgers or Angels? Now I know there are the Padres down in San Diego, but I'll have to get to them at a later episode because we all know of that famous rivalry between blue and red. So let me get this disclaimer, this little disclaimer out right now. I am not the biggest sports fan, and that's saying it very, very tactfully. Now, I know I've lost half my 10 listeners right there, but I think it's important to be honest. I only know who Babe Ruth is because I watched the Sandlot a dozen times, and I only know about the Dodgers winning the World Series because my phone alerted me 10 times over to, quote, breaking news via the various news apps I have installed, not to mention the follow-on writing in the streets. But hear me out. Hear me out. Even though I was definitely one of those second-to-last kids picked for the teams during P.E., I have made a commitment recently to try every single Major League Sporting event at least once. And here I am, starting my commitment with baseball. Now, on top of that, there is a silver lining here. I am approaching sports from an unbiased point of view. I will tell you what I think about these two majors teams from an outsider's perspective. Because, let's face it, if you live and breathe Dodger Blue 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, you are obviously going to attend a Dodger game, no introduction needed. And if you are the biggest Angel fan on either side of the Santa Ana, already on your 200th playthrough of Angels in the Outfield, you are definitely headed for Anaheim. But what if you're neither? What if your home team or your favorite team is the Boston Red Sox, and you are visiting SoCal and want to attend a major sporting event? Or what if you're like me, not particularly interested in sports, but still want to try something new and are open to having your mind change about sports? Psst, spoiler alert, my mind was indeed changed. Or, if you are headed for Disneyland and want to attend a sporting event before you leave, you'll luckily find yourself at Angel Stadium. If you are checking out the Hollywood scene, that is the Walk of Fame, Universal Studios, Beverly Hills, you'll most likely want to be battling the hordes of other cars trying to park at Dodger Stadium. 
No matter what the case is, I hope you enjoy this episode of One Day in SoCal and maybe get a new perspective. So what I'm going to do here is compare Dodger Stadium that I attended last month with their game against the New York Mets to Angel Stadium I attended yesterday in their game against the Texas Rangers. In doing so, we'll compare the rivalry that is red and blue right here in SoCal. On a very last note, at the close of every podcast, I say one thing, back the blue. When I say that, I am not offering support for the Dodgers. It has an entirely different meaning altogether. With that said, let's head down to Anaheim and Angel Stadium. Audio warning. Turn down the audio if you're on headphones. It's about to get loud. was a little bit of a soundbite I took over at uh, Angel Stadium yesterday. Um, so speaking of Angel Stadium, Angel Stadium has been in its present location in Anaheim, California since 1966. Between 1980 and 1994, it was also home to the Los Angeles Rams before they scurried off to St. Louis. Originally, it was known as Anaheim Stadium, later Edison International Field, and finally its rightful name of Angel Stadium. Probably the most iconic thing about the stadium is the giant A with a seemingly floating halo right above it, visible for miles from the 57 freeway, which runs directly next to it. Now, in comparison, Dodger Stadium has been in its current location atop a hill overlooking downtown Los Angeles in the Elysian Park neighborhood since 1962. It is the third oldest baseball stadium behind Fenway Park and Wrigley Field, and the largest baseball stadium in the world as far as seating capacity is concerned. Unlike Angel Stadium, Dodger Stadium is tucked away up on a mountain and behind trees and hills and is not really visible from the freeways. But I will say there is something magical about driving up that hill and having this huge baseball stadium popping up around the corner in its own little island in the sky, basically. Um, Now, if you go to either of these events, the only realistic way you're going to park your car is by ponying ponying up your cold hard cash or that plastic credit card. There are public transportation options for both. Uh, Los Angeles does offer an exclusive bus service from Union Station, which is the major train station in downtown, or a bus service from the South Bay area. But it's even better at it for the Angels. They have an entire major transit center right next to the stadium, including Metrolink and Amtrak service. Dodger Stadium is infamous for its horrible parking situation, and that was certainly the case when I went. Granted, You know, I'll give them a pass here. There's only so much they're going to be able to do at the limited space on the hill it sits on. But Angel Stadium is far better suited for a quick entrance and exit. When I turned over my credit card and paid up my $10 parking fee at Angel Stadium, 
I was in a spot in about five minutes. From there, it was another five-minute walk to the stadium entrance, and this was for general parking. On the flip side, it took me about 20 minutes to get to my spot at Dodger Stadium after I paid the $25 parking fee. Then it was at least a 10 to 15-minute walk uphill across a major intersection with a crossing guard, and I finally came to the stadium entrance. I think Angel Stadium wins hands down here, at least when it comes to parking. So how about the entrance fee? The only thing standard about entrance fees to a major league baseball or any sporting event stadium is the ridiculous service fees you're going to have to pay in addition to your ticket. But as you probably already know, ticket prices are going to vary wildly from where you are sitting to how much buzz there is towards a game and the team's playing. So I sat in section 127 row S seat one at Angel Stadium, which is in the front row, but just barely out in the field from first base. At Dodger Stadium, I was way up in the nosebleed section. 2TD, row A. So while I was front and center at Dodger Stadium, I was at the top. And while I was off to the side by second base in the outfield at Angel Stadium, I was in the first section by the field itself. My Dodger ticket, including all fees and taxes, came out to forty-one correction $54.15. My ticket to Angel Stadium, including all fees and taxes, came out to $62.58. Being that I'm not a major sports fan, that was about all I could justify paying more, uh, paying in, in either case. I have consistently found prices to a Dodger game, however, more expensive than Angels games. Again, that is for reasons X, Y, and Z. Likely there is simply a greater demand for Dodgers games than Angels games. And there was no way I could get front row seats to a Dodger game like I did at the Angels game without busting out my high limit credit cards. Angels is the better value here, folks. But again, if you're going to, you know, you're a, you're a Dodger fan, you're going to go to a Dodger game. If you're an Angels fan, you're going to go to an Angels game. If you're looking for value in your trip, you know, you're going to save, you're going to get a better seat, you know, for a better price at Angel Stadium. Um, now, I have seen some worn down stadiums and these older stadiums, especially, they get constant abuse by fans. And that's exactly what I expected when I went to Dodger Stadium. I expected a rundown old Half-broken stadium, but that is not what I got. Dodger Stadium is largely in impeccable condition, almost like it was recently refurbished or only built a few years ago. The restrooms were clean. The walkway behind the stands were good, open, and not as crowded as they were at Angel Stadium. The landscaping around the stadium was well-kept. I had to think to myself, at least the Dodgers are investing some time back into their, uh, some revenue back into their stadium for the fans. Angel Stadium was more of what I was expecting in a stadium, in need of refurbishment and looking at its looking its age. There was literally a bathroom attendant in the bathroom cleaning constantly, and the poor guy just couldn't keep up. The stall I had, the stall I used, uh, had a broken door lock, and many of the soap dispensers and water faucets didn't work or were out. Unlike Dodger Stadium, at least in my experience, there wasn't a long line outside the women's restroom. Both, both stadiums do landscaping very well, and the little extras are really neat. Dodger Stadium has cool places to take photos and selfies, and so does Angel Stadium. The, the giant J Angels hats are really one such place outside Angel Stadium, and the giant bobblehead characters and retired team members, such as Jackie Robinson, outside Dodger Stadium was another. Both have an abundance of stores to buy team merchandise and souvenirs, and both have a dizzying array of comfort food options. One thing is for sure, though, Dodger Stadium has an absolutely amazing view of downtown in the greater Los Angeles area. 
just south side, just the south on the south side of the stadium. Honestly, I could just sit up there for hours enjoying the scenery. I'm going to give the landscaping, scenery, location, maintenance, and setup of the ballpark to the Dodger Stadium here. Um, it was just a better experience overall in that category. Food. Food and drinks was definitely cheaper at Angel Stadium. I think the quality of food at Dodger Stadium edges out Angel Stadium, though. But Dodger Stadium was just crazy expensive, like to a ridiculous point. A Dodger dog, nachos, soda, and a water cost me 55 bucks at Dodger Stadium. Angel Stadium, an Angel's dog, nachos, Powerade, and two waters ran me 32 bucks. Either way, you're going to get hosed for food and drinks especially if you want alcohol, but Angels Stadium is definitely the better value. Angels scores. Events. Both stadiums have events outside baseball games. Angel Stadium has had motocross, motocross and monster trucks. Dodger Stadium similarly has concerts and events. If you also happen to be in the Los Angeles area, though, when baseball season is off or on, you can still visit Dodger Stadium. They offer daily 90-minute tours of the stadium itself for 25 bucks. Adults, 20 for kids, seniors, and military. They also have even more exclusive tours you can book, including 45-minute pregame tours for 40 bucks, which includes access to the memorabilia hall, centerfield plaza, pavilions, and early access to the stadium to watch the Dodgers warm up. Dodger Stadium also offers private tours and caters to field trips, birthdays, proposals, company outings, and other special occasions. Then there's the clubhouse tour, the granddaddy of them all, for 60 bucks per adult, $40 per child, which includes everything in the regular tour, plus a visit to the Dodger bullpen, a look inside the Dodgers weight room and batting cage, a peek inside the exclusive Dodgers clubhouse, and a stop in the Dodger interview room. Something unique to Dodger Stadium is the tour of the botanical gardens they have there as well. For 25 bucks, the gardener in your life will enjoy water-saving demonstrations, California native species display, planting and cultivation techniques, and a review of the plant naming system. And, of course, the tour of the gardens. Angel Stadium also has tours, and they are a much better value. You can see the theme here. The 75-minute tour they all they offer includes a trip to the field itself, a visit to the Angels dugout, a walk through the various visitor clubhouse, uh, or I should say a walk to the visitor clubhouse, access to the clubhouse press conference room, and a look into the Gene Autry suite broadcast booth and dugout suite and that's all for 12 bucks and 10 for children military and seniors 12 dollars, and you basically get the premium dodger experience to see everything uh long story short you have to pay up to be a dodger fan don't you kids a lot of the dads out there like to get their kids interested in sports early from little league to family outings no doubt if your kids are old enough to appreciate a major league sporting event they are going to love a trip to Dodger or or Angel Stadium. The fact is, though, the kids really look up to these baseball players, don't they? They're seen wearing their jerseys of their favorite players and scream, screaming, let's go Dodgers or let's go Angels. And if they are old enough to appreciate it, you know, they're certainly going to have a blast here. The Dodgers seem to, the Dodgers seemed a bit more stinging with their baseballs, I have to admit, when I went. But at Angel Stadium, they were throwing them left and right into the stands for people to collect. So much so that at every other play, kids were literally standing up and calling out their favorite player holding the ball with their glove in the air. And the Angels and Rangers at Angel Stadium gladly obliged most of the time. I was impressed. Almost all the balls went to the row right next to me. So, spoiler alert, 
if you want to greatly increase your chances of taking home a souvenir ball, sit in section 126 if you can. Now let's get on to safety and security. After all the news you hear about the fights and assaults that occur at these games, I was actually genuinely concerned. Concerned enough that when I went to Dodger Stadium, I wore a blue stripe shirt. When I went to Angel Stadium, I wore a blue stripe. Just kidding. I wore a plain red shirt. I was actually trying to blend in a little and didn't want to be targeted by the rival gang, so to speak. It's not like I can bring weapons to defend myself in these war zones we call Major League Stadiums. Folks, I'm just kidding. Well, sort of. Yes, I wore blue and red, respectively. And yes, I was on the lookout for roving drunk fights and other terrorist security issues. But let me tell you, Major League Baseball has heard the message loud and clear. And fan safety and security is not just a talking point anymore. There are tons of security guards. Law enforcement is present at most of these games. And at both stadiums, I've even seen police helicopters flying around on occasion, you know, before they go to their next call of service. If you are respectful and not pulling a Randy Marsh, you are not going to be bad dadded. When I was at Dodger Stadium, I even heard fans from the New York Mets cheering the Mets when the Mets did well and jeering when the Dodgers did well. I looked over nervously at the half-drunk, buff Dodger fan, and he looked at me. He chuckled a little and went on to back back to watching the game. (laughs) So, uh, you know, both require you to pass through metal detectors. Um... But I think Angel Stadium has ha- has this much more streamlined. Uh, instead of the traditional metal detectors where you empty your pockets and run through a TSA simulator, Angel Stadium actually lets you just walk through an open-air metal detector with security guards watching for purses, backpack, bulges, and anything else, any other reason to direct you to secondary. Uh, you know, which, which basically always happens to me at Disneyland. I guess I fit that profile for some reason since I usually go solo. Um. It's 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 going to be safe here. There's there's always uh there's basically section leads at each section of the stadium that kind of keep a lookout for issues, you know whether it's trash or people getting a little bit too drunk, and they're quick to try to solve the problem themselves with customer service in mind or call security as needed. Um, you're going to have a good time here, and you're going to be safe, safer than most places in SoCal, I'd say. Uh, so final thoughts. I want to mention two things that stood out to me. I sat next to a guy who worked as an ENT by trade at Angel Stadium, who, like me, came to watch the game solo, but unlike me, was a big Angel fan. He mentioned that compared to Dodger Stadium, Angel Stadium had more of a laid-back vibe and culture. And I think he was spot on. Dodger Stadium just felt more serious and down to business, and the fans were excited from the very first pitch to the last. Everything seemed like it was catered to tourists, whereas Angel Stadium had the old ballpark feel. I get when I see pictures of basically Fenway or Wrigley. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The Angel fans increasingly got into the spirit as the game went on. And by the end, they were louder and cheering even more than I saw at, Angel, at Dodger Stadium. Further, Angel fans consistently stood up and cheered for many of the better plays and hits. And whereas I rarely saw a Dodger Stadium, um, I rarely saw that at Dodger Stadium, even though it was a really good game. Um, Angel fans just constantly stood up and cheered and clapped and Dodger fans kind of, you know, were, were, I I did see some standing up and cheering, but mostly it was, you know, everybody's kind of sitting back and enjoying the game. Um, it's just a different culture is all it is. Speaking of standing up, one thing I saw that really impressed me at Angel Stadium was simply how patriotic people were. I was in line at the Wetzel Pretzel getting some water when the Pledge of Allegiance was saying, 
everybody, and I mean everybody, stopped, including the forkers behind the counter. Everyone faced the TVs and held their hands over their heart. Um, everybody walking down in the back sections of the stadium stopped, you know, trying to get to their seat. And everybody did. It, it, as a Marine veteran and Iraq War vet, it was pretty amazing to see. The crowds in the stands, stands did the same thing when they honored the uh, military hero for the night. And uh, granted, I you know I was I was pretty impressed. I was not expecting that. So granted, I it, I wasn't in the interior walkways of Dodger Stadium to see if that occurred. And while most fans did stand up for the pledge, some did not, or some kept walking. Um, just something I note that I noted. Um, you know, that's not a diss at Dodger fans. We all know the OC is more conservative than LA, but uh, something I was impressed with and stood out to me. So, which should you choose? I hope I've laid out some facts and opinions here to help you choose if you only had one day in SoCal. Dodger Stadium is always going to have a place in my heart as the very first Major League sporting event I have ever attended. But they lost against the Mets. So, coincidentally, Angel Stadium is also going to have a place in my heart as the very first time a team I was actually rooting for won the game. As a non-sports fan, I, I used to scoff at sports, be bored with ESPN and shrug it off. I mean... I sat with the anime, video games, and Geek Squad kids at lunch in high school, and only a fraction of us went on to work at Google or become a voiceover for anime. Shout out to Marianne Miller. But I can honestly say I get it. I get why people love sports, like baseball, and I get why it's called the American pastime. It really is an enjoyable experience, and I found it very relaxing and entertaining, especially when the bases are loaded and the Angels are up for bat and down two points with the guy who previously hit a home run now stepping up to the plate. Honestly, it was fun and almost definitely go again after I try all the other major league sporting venues here in SoCal. Thanks for listening, folks. Please visit the website onedayinsocal.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, consider subscribing. Feel free to leave me tips and info on how I can improve. Thanks again. Back the blue. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.